Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Gangs of the EPL. So I went to Wembley to see Spurs versus Burnley. It's a few weeks back. Yep. But it was good what happens. I couldn't get my VIP pass, right? So I had to fork out. Do you know how much it was for a hospitality seat, a dinner, and watch the match? Uh, for Spurs. For Spurs. At yeah. Wembley, I'd, I'd probably be, I'd be guessing about 400 quid. It's 500 quid for two tickets. Jesus. For Burnley, it's a category like nine match. <laughs> um, it's something, it's like called the Bobby Moore Lounge. Got there, um, got some patty. Yeah, and a glass of champagne on arrival, right. which is a nice way to be greeted, isn't it? And a patty? What, like a... Patty, patty, patty. Pit. Pit. <laughs> so, that's a nice way to be greeted, Andy, with, like, crushed, formed meat and... Uh, it needs to be for 400 quid, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. No, I know what you mean. So, um, there's some legends floating about. Pat Jennings was a good one to spot. He's still got that lovely wavy hair. You know? It's like a helmet, isn't it? Yeah, and soft-spoken voice. But I did notice, Andy, that as he was floating around, he was lifting credit cards. jackets <laughs> and bags, I promise you. I was with Paul Whitehouse. Right. And uh, we took our um, after-match table. You get a little supper afterwards, right? And next to us on the table is Dara O'Brien and Peter Beadsley. Yeah? So that's a, a nice, isn't it? Paul says, hello, Peter. Lovely to meet you. How you doing? Peter says, ah, since new nerves moved in, and and since we moved in that near this knocking at night, it seems to be coming from the loft, but as soon as I go and investigate, it stops. Paul, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't know what Peter's like. He says, oh, I'm sorry, Peter, I didn't quite catch that. Peter says, you know, fellow's um, Albanian or something like, like that's certainly not a local lad you know he's just funny cooking and that wears a waistcoat with ducks on it he spends hours in the back garden with a pickaxe you know it's my guess he's trying to open up a fissure or something like that you know it's Kimmeridge limestone where I am a lot of people think it's clear Paul looks really confused oh man in. I just step in I say oh wow Peter so chuffed for you anyway how are you Dara and Dara says, a lot poorer after paying for this. <laughs> what was poshing here? <laughs> I went to the toilet and the bog roll is as soft as Russell Grant's poodle. <laughs> the tiling is as blue as Len Goodman's budgie. <laughs> and after you're done, a man blows the drips off your trumpet. <laughs> Then Peter sees a chance to step in, right? So he goes, I wondered if I was to drain my cold water tank, I would conceal myself in there early in the morning and wait for nothing to start the night. Obviously, I'd have to take some basics with me, tin and lunch and meat, maybe a banana, 
uh, fork and flask with some of well, just then, we hear an announcement, and it's uh, an MC introducing Man of the Match to the VIP guest. Right. On a little podium. Is it a show? I don't doubt you. Man of the Match comes out. So, MC, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to present to you the AIA, or something, Man of the Match. Yeah. Please welcome Mr. Harry Kane. Hey. Sure enough, there he is. Well, we see his chin first, right, reflected in the mirrored columns, yeah? Yeah. And then the man himself emerges. Wow. So, like, the MC does a little interview. It was one each, the match. Uh, uh, he says, uh, and Burnley equalised really late. Right at the end, yeah. Yeah. So, Harry, not really the result that you wanted. You can times that by ten and pop his roll on top. The result was very frustrating, and conceding in injury time was most upsetting. The whole dressing room's here right fluffy-buffy. Especially Debbie, who was going to see the scary clown film tonight, but is now too frizzled to bother. MC says, they obviously came with a plan to defend and hit you on the break. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what Sean Dish always does. <laughs> it's very upsetting. He's a right boots spoiler. He stands there like he's head of games and shouts with a very gravelly voice. Little Henry Winks was on the bench and started crying. He thought Mr. Dish was a monster and his beard was, was blood around his mouth from eating a raw cockerel. So what do you think about this Wembley curse nonsense? It is definitely for real. And me and my gang are going to do something about it. So thank you for your sports trophy. I've got to go now. And off he went. Right. Quick, yeah. like, like Fluffery Buffard, you know. Mm -hmm. Do you know, like a chemistry teacher, like retreating from an experiment to a surfer. Yeah. You're quite quickly gone. Like, gone. Well, as you know, Andy, I'm a bit of a nosy bastard. Yes. I like, like to say it like that. Well, as you know, Andy, I'm a bit of a nosy bastard. <laughs> yeah. And so I thought it was worth hanging about. I knew Pat Jennings would have a pass to the players' lounge, so I went up to him and I said, "Look, I know you've been." Is it one or one that he lifted? Well, you just don't know of it. Yeah, true. Um, so I thought he's. I'll go, I'll approach him, he'll have a pass or something. So I said, I know you've been nicking credit cards, so take me through the players' area and I'll, uh, or, and I'll keep my mouth shut, all yeah. right? Worked a treat, he popped his AAA, means access all areas, okay. pass his lanyard round my neck, then off he scuttled, looking yeah. a bit sheepish, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Because you're on to him. So that's me in the players' area. Fuck, this is long, I'm sorry. I go straight to the toilets, because I know that's where the action's going to be, right? I settle down in a cubicle with a pint, a pint of Guinness and a roast chicken, a whole roast chicken. Yeah. Yeah? So that's a nice toilet meal, innit, Andy? Obviously eating with your hands, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's bog roll there to wipe your hands in that. True. And you can put the bones down the pot. Sure <laughs> <laughs> enough. Andy, after about five minutes, in come the white arts. Debbie, Eric and Harry. But they've got little Harry Winks with them. Oh. So that's an interesting, isn't it? Junior member. So Harry says, Right, we've got to do something about this shitty curse. Eric says, Feel our ferocious heat. Harry said, Yes, yes, very good, Eric, but I was actually speaking. <laughs> Debbie says, Yeah, Eric, that was a very inappropriate interruption. I'm shaky enough at the moment without you adding your two penny sixpence to an already fractious atmosphere. Harry, thank you, Debbie. Now, I have been looking into how you can banish or transfer a curse. Winks says, hold on, so I should give him my voice, shouldn't I? Hold on, is that why you invited me? <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, he's from Berkshire or something. Hold on. Children. Winks is going to have to be from fucking children. Hold on. 
Is that why you invited me? <laughs> so you could slit a virgin's throat? Don't be silly, Billy Winksky. You're here as an observer only and to hold the bowl of salt. And he gives Harry a bowl of salt. Debbie. Yeah, keep your mouth shut, Winksy. Or we'll rub soft hand towels into your face. Then you'll feel like a scoot's muck down pipe. Winksy says, so lads. Harry. <laughs> we have to make a magic mirror. Eric says, is that a bit like a magic marker? No, Eric. A magic marker is like a commercially available felt-tip pen, renowned for long life and constant ink flow, not for lifting fucking curses. <laughs> Debbie said, fuck's sake, Eric. Who are you, Boots McDreary, the daft lad from Jerkoff Avenue in Wembley? <coughs> All right, says Harry, let's not get flustered and hot under our collars. We've got a curse to lift. Debs, give me your makeup mirror. Oh. So Debbie gets out his um, makeup mirror, hands it to Harry. It's nice. It's a Gucci one, right? Uh, Got a mother of pearl frame, um, a Fitbit attached to the back, ooh. and a wireless shoe locator as well. Cool. So that's nice for Debbie, isn't it? Yeah. I can't find his shoes. So <laughs> now a magic mirror works on the principle that anything reflected in it including hostile intent, will be bounced back to the sender. For it to work, you need to know the identity of the person sending the bad mojo bojo. And I think we do, don't we? Debbie and Eric together. Kyle Walker. Oh. And the ma- yeah, because there's trouble there, isn't there? Correct a mundo, my sweet Spurs boys. <laughs> so first thing is we must consecrate the mirror by doing a special chant. Harry holds up the words, he's written them. And they all chant, We charge this mirror with the power of the ancients, guardians of the earth, wind and fire. Charge this mirror with your energies and make this mirror sacred. Then Harry says, Fuck's sake, I forgot to sprinkle black pepper on it. How fucking boots McDozy have me. So Harry opens up some pepper sachets from his pocket, pours them on the mirror. They repeat the... Uh, chant. Now, we must place the mirror upright in a bowl of salt. Give us the bowl, Tinky Winky. So they place the mirror in the bowl. Now we need to put a photo of Walker opposite the mirror in the bowl. Deb says, I've got a selfie of him on my phone, smiling because he's got his phone to work. <laughs> they put the phone opposite the mirror, stood up in the salt, yeah, to reflect the negative energy back to him. Right. And Harry does another chant while Winky holds the bowl. Oh, Kyle, you disagreeable, nasty bitch. Take back the curse on our beloved pitch. Just at that moment, Sean Dish bursts into the room. All right, lads. Oh, sorry, it didn't mean to interrupt you. Are we breaking Winksy in, as it were? <laughs> oh, shit, it's the monster. <laughs> it's going to fucking rape me. <laughs> and with that, Winksy drops the ball, smashing the mirror, and he runs out of the bogs. Yeah, Sean Dish goes over the sink. Yeah, puts the uh, plug in and starts having a piss in it. Hey, thanks for the point, by the way, lads. <laughs> Harry, excuse me if I sound disrespectful, Mr. Dish, but we and the fans found your tactics very frustrating <laughs> and more than a tad upsetting. It was like playing against 11 Boots, Mc, Boots McBoredoms. Shane finishes his piss, right? Scoops some out in his cupped hands and takes a slurp. Fuck off, Harry. You lot are too soft. What you lot need to do is eat more dark meat pies and start drinking your own piss. See you a turf mower. And Dice leaves. Well, says Harry, that's made me quite wackery McCrackers. What a rude and base man. Then he notices that Debbie is sobbing. 
What's up, Dads? Is you hurting? That man frightened me with his bare voice. And Winkles has broken the mirror, which means the curse may not be lifted away. And to top it all with a ham sandwich and a snack of your choice, my Fitbit is broken. I'm totally and completely piffy whiffled. Harry, Debbie, the chant may have sustained for long enough to lift the curse. Wait till the next match before you piffle up. You've got to believe. Feel the ferocious heat. And they all say, feel, feel the ferocious heat. heat. Little postscript. Right. It's a long way and I get a taxi back to Charing Cross, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. About to pay. I've got no fucking credit card. Pat oh, Jenny, Pat he's done yet. He's lifted it when he gave me the yard. He's done yet. Hey, I'm gonna, I'd like to take you on um, an episode of Gangs of the EPL. So, anyway, a yeah. lot's been going on, um, mm-hmm. and I'm always, obviously, I'm keen to keep an eye on gang problems yeah. um, <clears throat> during a transfer window, you know, because right, yeah. it can stir things up a bit. And one of the most significant, um, of course, has been the transfer of the boss of the Peaky Gooners, yep. Theo Walcott, who's gone to Everton. Right. So I was lucky enough to have one of my spies at the ceremony where Theo handed over control of the Peakies. Um, so I can tell you how it went down. I'd love you to do that. Um, so um, Theo had issued what's called a gumada, is it? The gumada? It's a that's mafia right. thing. Um, and that's that's a, a demand like for all the Peakies um, to meet at Theo's mum and dad's garage. like. Um, right. And it requires other local gang leaders to be notified, right, yeah. to bear witness to the proceedings. So yeah. you got Harry Kane invited from the White Arts, Andy Carroll, Andy Carroll from the Hamlads, <laughs> and he's he's Nazard from the Diving Bells, you know, the Chelsea <laughs> Chelsea mob, right? Whoa, the world just opened right up in front of us there. Um, so this is um, it's a bit like something on The Sopranos where the, the Bosses from the five boroughs would come together. Yeah, that's exactly that's what so, it is. It's right, a North London, gotcha. it's the local gangs. It's called uh, um, a Goumada, I believe. Right, right. Someone will probably correct me. So, Was that the- a Dochel? The- <laughs> that's all a Theo had his full tweed suit on, obnailed boots, flat cap on, you know, yep. full peaky. Same as his deputy, Jack Wilshire. Yeah, um, and his mum had done a nice spread of loops, ham sandwiches, hard boiled eggs, and some Doritos and dips, you know, for the foreign lads. <laughs> First to arrive was Andy Carroll from the Amlads, yeah? <laughs> He's dressed in his white and purple one-piece motorcycle leathers because that's the Hamlads Is it? Uh, uniform, yeah? Hamlads. So right. Thea's mum says, Hello, Andrew. He goes, Hello, Mrs. Walcott. <laughs> what a lovely garage you have. And that spread looks delicious. <laughs> Theo's mum says, Can I get you a drink and a snack or something, Andrew? Oh, I, I'll have a cranberry juice and a hard-boiled egg, if that's all right, Lee. Oh, keeping fit. <laughs> well, Mrs T leaves, and it's all a bit awkward, so Andy says, So why the goo down, Lee? You know, what's going on? <laughs> Wilshire says, Theo's going to Everton. I swear I'm not even lying. Finger reckons he's a wanker and needs to fuck off. We have to choose a new boss, sir, that's willing to work with. That you know, that you're willing to work with. I swear down that Andrew, this is actual truth. Andy says, Evan! <laughs> they haven't even got a new stadium! 
We have. Spurs have. I mean, ours is really new. You must be a wanker if you want to go and play at an old stadium, like. So Theo says, look, just leave it out, Carol, will you? Jack says, I'll leave it out, lady, man, I swear down. Your stadium's only leasehold, that's it, so think about that for a short period and then cut to you crying. <laughs> then Eden Hazard arrives in his full Chelsea kit, you know, uh. strolls into the garage and trips up over a bit of eggshell that Andy's, uh, yeah. Andy's dropped, you it know. Happens. So Hazard says, did you see that? Did you see that? Can you cannot trip me up, Mrs. Walcott? Mrs. Walcott, the big lass tripped me up. He needs telling off. I haven't thought of an uh, um, I haven't thought of a accent for Hazard yet. Okay. Um, so Mrs. T uh, comes back in. What's going on here? Did you trip him up, Andy? <laughs> no, never. He's just been a funny. Jack says, I swear down, Mrs. T, nothing happened. He's just doing his funny act. Mrs. T says, well, there's a security camera in here so I can wind it back and have a look. <laughs> of course, Eden, Ed, Ed, Eden, is it? Yeah. He panics, you know. He says, like, he's Belgian, isn't he? Yeah. So that's just, like, so it's all right, Mrs. T. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's yeah, weird, that's side Jack, is it? <laughs> but, oh, Poirot. Poirot is... Um, all right, anyway, it's all right, Mrs T. I think I may have made a funny move, you know. Sorry to have bothered you, like. So she leaves just as Harry Kane's arriving yeah. from the White Arts, you know. Hello, everyone. Can I just say that this meeting has come at a terribly inconvenient time for me. I was meant to be going round Debbie's to watch American Pie. So forgive me if I'm in a fluffy buffery. So what's this all about? It better be Boots McCrucial. <laughs> so yours going to Everton, says Jack. So we have to choose a new boss. I swear down, I'm not even lying. Harry says, Everton. I can't, Harry's voice. I haven't done it for so long. But they haven't even got a new stadium. Their stadium is very old and unkempt. You might as well have gone to Palace or West Ham. They'll have anyone. Andy says, We've got a new stadium, and it's massive as well as new. Yeah, but it's on a lease, isn't it? If things go tits up, when you you could be facing a kick leave, and then where would you be being the right pickly tits with? Think about that for a short period, then cut to you sucking your thumb. Theo says, right, come on, let's just get to the point. I propose Jack, as the new pit boss of the Peaky Gooners, are there any objections? Harry says, it's fine by me as long as he doesn't smoke in any meetings. That would be a major worry. Smoking is a filthy habit and an insult to the good name of the EPL gangs. Just thinking about it gets me in a fluffer. Eh? Jack says, I swear down, I never even have smoked a single cigarette. I don't even know how to smoke. And he says, I would just say that, thinking about it, the Emirates is not really that new, you know, like, it's just, it's just to put that on record, like, and also that Sanchez went to Old Trafford and that's getting past its best bit, you know, anyway, but uh, whatever, yeah. So Theo says, right, so if we're all agreed, I would like to formally hand my very a heavy and expensive woolen peaky boss hat over to, well, just at that point, the clown car horn is heard. <laughs> and into the garage strolled Sandy Cazola. Hey, guys, 
Is it Sandy? I got balloons, face paints, pinatas, fantasy masks, funny putty. Let's have a garage party. Oh, hi, Mrs. T. Are those Doritos for me? Theo says, calm down, Santi. We were just voting on who should be the next peaky boss. Have you got any objections to Jack? Hey, I couldn't give a prick, guys. I'm off to Spain in June with Ozil. I'm just here to party. I love to party. You want some black mamba? <laughs> so the, the hat gets handed to Jack. Santi puts his reggae, reggae, sunsplash party sounds on uh-huh. and has a dance with Mrs. T. Mm. Right, Hazard has a dance with Theo, but he trips up over a, um, a mouse's little handbag that was on the deck, and he has to leave, he hurts yeah. himself. Andy, as predicted, cut to, is in the corner crying and sucking his thumb. Yeah. And Harry, as he leaves, gives this warning to Jack. He says, well, Jack Wiltshire, now that Theo is gone, your numbers are diminished, and the White Hearts have a numerical advantage. Also, you don't have Theo's dad Garbage's headquarters anymore, so that must be very upsetting. Soon you will be feeling our ferocious heat. Jack lights up a cigarette and picks up Andy's cranberry juice. Harry says, I thought you said you didn't smoke, you little tricks to McFibs. Jack says, Oh, Jack, fuck off, Harry! <laughs> Jack throws the lukewarm juice at Harry and the bulk of it hits his chin. Oof. Yeah? He said, not my chin, my precious chin. (laughs) Do you not realise that cranberry juice, especially at room temperature, leaves a terrible stain? My chin looks like a beacon now. What if there's a sniper in town? Jack picks up another glass and Harry just legs it. So Jack says, um, look at him, look at him run away. Typical white arts. Sandy gives him a blast on his spice pipe and they party till well after 9pm. Whoa. Whoa. Did you think that film was a bit like Deja Vu with Denzel Washington? Yeah, whatever. Because it, it, it actually yeah. really is. Yeah, is it? It I'll really take your word is. For it. it really is. Wind River, did you say? Yeah, Wind River. Fucking hell. Okay, it's from a couple of weeks back, right? I was up at Anfield, yeah? Yep. Um, for Liverpool Spurs match. Usual routine after the match, go to VIP hospitality, get a pie and a pint and go sit on a pot in the bogs, yeah? Beautiful. Really, Andy, really nice toilets. Yep. Like More like a like a reception from a hotel or something. They've got a beautiful Middle Eastern rug in the centre. Yeah. Yeah, like incense candles, a sofa like with lovely elaborate designed cushions and a pattern on it. So, really elaborate. Are you taking a photograph of me? I'll a picture of you. Yeah. Oh, look. Thank you. Well, first to come in the toilet is the white arts, right? And they're all smiles, right? Yeah. Because, of course, they got a last-minute equaliser via a slightly dubious penalty. Don't right. know if you remember. Yeah. And it was Harry Kane's 100th... Way! 100's Premiership goal. So he's wearing a big dressing gown with 100 up written on Ooh. it. And he's wearing his new boots with a hundred um, written on them that his teammates gave him. Uh, did you see the little video of him giving it to him? Yeah, it? unfortunately I did, yeah. 
So Ari says, Well, I must say, fellow White Hearts, I'm feeling cock-a-hope and euphoric. In a word, I'm Harry McProud. I would like to thank you for my special boots and dressing gown. You are very kind-hearted, and I'm lucky to have you as friends. Feel the ferocious heat. <coughs> Debbie and Eric, feel the, the ferocious, ferocious heat. heat. Debbie says... I would like to say a few words if that is satisfactory. <laughs> it's been a pleasure to play with you. Eric giggles. Debbie says, Excuse me, what a rude boy you can be when it takes your fancy, Eric. What is the big joke? You said you enjoyed playing with him. <laughs> oh, I get it. Like innuendo and doubled up meanings. Well, I don't think that's very appropriate when I'm making a speech. It's bad manners and has caused a nasty blip in the atmosphere. If I may carry on... Sorry, Debbie, says Eric. Yes, it has been an absolute pleasure playing alongside you and seeing you on the end of my long balls. Eric Eric sniggers. Fuck's sake, Eric, what's going on? Is you hurting something? (laughs) You said your long balls. What is it with you and your army humour today? Honestly, you've been the right books when it's tiresome. It's very upsetting. So, as I was saying, thank you, Harry... Well, at the moment, at that very moment, in walks Adam Liliana and John Milner from the Clop Tops, yeah? Yeah. The Liverpool gang. They go straight to the big mirror, you know, start doing the facial moisturising routines and that. Right. Milner says, um, where's Sheffield in here some at Yorkshire? Like that. That's right, nice gown, Ali. What's it? Marks and Spencer's, BHS. No, it's Givenchy, Angora and Cashmere Blend, you Philistone. And I don't think that's very funny, mentioning BHS, when Eric's dad lost his job when they went bust. Adam says, your skin looks awful, Harry. <laughs> Especially on the nub of your chin. Do you want to borrow some of my deep moisturiser with bum fiorics? In fact, I fucking insist. Here, hold your hand out. <coughs> my chin is fine, thank you. It has a slight jut on it, so it does take a lot of weather. But my mum says soap and water is best with no upsetting chemicals. Thank you. Adam, suit your fucking self. I will. And what's more, you must be very embarrassed and ashamed to be in the under-23s. <coughs> Adam, quite the reverse, actually, Professor Chin. I take it as a compliment to my moisturising routine that the boss sees me as fitting in with the young'uns. Debbie... Anyway, as I was saying, to celebrate your achievement, we have bought you a bottle of fizzy wine. (laughs) Eric produces a bottle of fizzy wine from his bag and pops the cork and shakes it. It goes everywhere, all over the carpet, all over the sofa, all over the lovely embroidered cushions. Just at that very moment, in walks Mo Salah. Oh. Now... Now I've got a problem, Andy. Right. On the racism, racism front. Potentially, yeah. Um, he's Egyptian. He is. Am I all right attempting it in Egyptian voice? Or do I have to give him just an English voice? If you can, you can go for it, and then if it's no good, I'll just edit this entire section out. Oh, man. I'm sure it'll be fine. What have you done? A thousand curses on you. That's all right. This upholstery is from Cairo. It is the finest Egyptian craftsmanship too delicate to restore. This is a bit like Shelby, isn't he? It's verging <laughs> on a piss take. I demand 50,000 drachma. Back me up here, lads. Harry, be careful if you don't mind. Eric still has enough fizzy wine to fire at you and cause you significant upset and grief. Well, more looks at Adam and John. Milner, but they aren't making a move. Adam says, 
Look, Mo, I'm, I'm halfway through my foundation base here. I can't risk getting it tainted by fizzy wine. John Milner, that's, <laughs> I'm saying more. You know, in fact, I've, I've got as far as doing my blusher. Debbie, looks like you're on your own, Salah. Eric starts shaking the bottle and the white art surrounds Salah. He says, OK, OK, you win. I can't risk further damage to my beautiful pet. Debbie, ha-ha, next time you come on strong like a tender herbert, you'd better make sure you have some backup. Harry says, well, I must say, defeating the clock tops in their own toilets has made my day even more terrific. Eric raises the bottle above his head, and as they leave, they all say, feel our ferocious heat. Nice for Harry. Yes. 100 goals, defeats the clock tops. Yep. Really nice day for him. I was thinking, you know, with the international week, Andy, and of all what? that, with the international break and all that in the international football. Bre- oh, football. In the fo- What's a football podcast, this, isn't it? Yeah, and I was thinking to myself, like, I wonder how the gangs are all going to line up, you know, come the World Cup with the England squad and that. Yeah. Um, and I think I might have got um, a bit of a clue here, so it might be interesting for people, so... You know Harry, Harry Kane's recuperating from his ankle injury. Yeah. yeah? He's been staying at his mum and uh, dad's house, right? And Debbie, Debbie Ali's been mm-hmm. staying in the spare room whenever he can. Right, you know... After him. Sorry? Just to look after him. Well, yeah, just so that you can, you know, can play Call of Duty, try out different yeah. uh, products, you know, buy shit off the internet, that sort of thing. Um, well, the day before the Italy match just gone, right, Debbie got a few of the England players together to go visit him, cheer him up, you know, because yeah. he's probably feeling left out. There's Eric Dyer, Adam Liliana, Raheed Sterling, <laughs> Jordan Henderson. Um, so Debbie goes in first because he wants it to be a surprise, you know. I said, all right, Harry, how are you feeling? Harry says, I'm very frustrated and down in the dumps, actually, Debbie. This injury could not have come at a worse time. It's got me in a right fluffy buffery. Debbie says, yes, it's very inconvenient, but there's no good time to have an injury, is there, Harry? At least it won't rule you out of the World Cup. Harry says, yes, that's very true, Debs, but I am worried about James Vardy. He's the only other UK centre-forward with a magic chin like me. What if he uses these friendly matches to stake a claim to a starting position? Debbie says, I doubt that will happen, Harry. Harry says, well, you just don't know, do you? That Southgate man has got a very big nose. He might be capable of anything. He might even drop you for that Lingard lad who coincidentally has a very big nose. Do you see where I'm coming from? Debbie says, I feel you, boss. Hey, boss, i got a surprise for you. And in walks Liliana, Adam. All right, Harry, just thought he'd come and say hello. <laughs> I bought you a little gift. It's a jar of moisturiser by La Mer. It's deeply penetrating and replenishing. It'll completely energise your skin. How much did it cost, if you don't mind me asking, out of a feeling of deep curiosity? £1,200 from Selfridges. Oh, well, it must be good then. I thought you cloppies used Nivea. Fuck off, Harry. We wouldn't use that cheap shit. You can buy it in Boots or Asda. What do you think we are? Mugs or fucking summit? Well, thank you very much, Adam. But don't, please don't pass the Vardy tomorrow. What was that, Harry? Nothing. Would you mind putting a bit of your cream on my elbows? They're very dry and very flaky. 
Not at all. In fact, I fucking insist. So he gets on with that. Next is in is Jorgen Henderson, yeah? Right, he comes in. He's from Sunderland. He's Sunderland. He's Sunderland. Yeah. All right. All, all right, Ali. You know I never... Uh, whoa. Would have thought, keep up. You never know, mind. Always <laughs> knew it could be like so. Offer you um, the best experience ever. All right, Jordan. I bought you <coughs> a chess board and pieces. <laughs> Lovely. Made of oinks with gold detailing. Be okay playing chess against Hendo, says Debbie. He only knows how to move sideways and backwards. That's a terrific line of banter I just said, isn't it? Harry says, Was the chess set expensive? John says, Yeah, three and a half grand from Arad's. All right, should be a good set then. Put it over there next to my ant farm and don't pass to Vardy. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Nothing. Look, Debbie, I'm finding all these visits a little bit tiring and draining. Is there anyone else? In skips Raheed Sterling. Right. You do For the culture, Harry. Most effective vibe to you and your sop, man. Harry says to Debbie, What do you bring him in for? He's like a fucking ten-year-old in Toys of Us. Hope your ankle's getting better, bro. I bought you a 24 carat farting ball with an ivory lid. You know, with you being bed-bound. What's expensive? Over 50 grand, bro. Harry said, Oh, I expect that would be lovely to fart into then. Thank you very much, Raheem. Don't pass to Vardy. <laughs> what, dear? What did you say about Vardy? I didn't say anything about Vardy. Why would I only know him, like, in passing? I bet he wasn't even very expensive when Leicester bought him, so how could can he even be? <coughs> Adam. He's got a magic chin on him, though, ain't he? Good pointy one. John, I pointy, you know, I like witches, like a lot of good luck, like check fitting, and then the ledges, how could you? Raheem, yeah, this is, this year's chin is more magical, has more magical power than Messi's boss eyes. <laughs> right, that's, that's it, all of you, get out. I'm fed up of all this chat about Vardy's chin and the magic chin. His is too sharp, mine is nice and blunt and heavy, it's full of power. All of them say, don't worry, Harry, we won't pass to Vardy. <laughs> thank you very much, lads. And put a Satsuma and a Rum Barber on top of that, thank you. Let's just hope Big Nose Lingard has got the message. <laughs> right? Is that it? And, you know, isn't it? It's, I wonder, you know, let's think about it. Who passed to Vardy in the end Lovely finish by Vardy as well, wasn't it? Great call. Yeah. So I'm just wondering if there's going to be a bit of a two camps at this uh, World Cup Vardy's uh, chin camp and Harry's <laughs> chin camp could be I wouldn't be surprised if there was Bob Gangs of the EPL or it could be World Cup Gangs of the EPL even better So, shall I carry on with it now? Do it. Well, the England squad, apart actually from a few Liverpool lads, are all based at St George's. So there's a clue in it, Andy. So, the England squad, apart from the Liverpool lads, are all based at St George's England training facility, right? So I'm going to... George Graham? No. Well, anyway, that's the sort of clues you're going to be given, right? They're at the England training facility near Burton. 
What's Burton famous for, Andrew? Biscuits. Nothing. <laughs> anyway, after Gareth has done his tactic talk, the lads are allowed to go into, I suppose, a reception area. It's a bit like an airport lounge. Nice. You know, well, fucking nice, yeah. First class. Massive. Table tennis, table football, big gaming area, joke big box. screens. No joke box. Mm. Distracting. Well, I don't know what I can't, you know, the FA have decided they've had a meeting and said, no, no jukebox. You thought a second guess the FA. No jukebox. (laughs) (laughs) Big screen and all that. An official England chef there, right, to serve very strict diet. Bone broth, herbal teas, electric water with chia floaters. Is that what they're called? And if you have anything from... Bovril machine? What machine? Bovril machine. Well, Bovril Machine got bo- Bovril. Have got, they got a Bovril Machine? I doubt it. Because no it, Bovril Machine. <laughs> <laughs> no Bovril Machine. No way. So the 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 voice of the FA there. <laughs> it's a little bit. Was it a bit African? <laughs> what do you think of this idea of um, playoffs for the fourth place in the in the Premier League? Oh bollocks! I can't give a shit about the fourth place in the Premier League. This, the, the race for I didn't ask you place. what you think about the fourth place. I'm asking... Oh, well, is I that what they're going to do? Oh, verdict the, mooted. The, 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 the race for fourth place, which is basically the race to be in a qualifying round for the Champions League yeah. in early August, that's not a race. That's not a thing. Anyway, get on with it. All right, so, so um, there's like, there is a little like canteen, doesn't do it justice, but there's a, like a, a FA chef there in the room, you know, and... Um, Anything you have, if you have uh, some bone broth or something, it's marked on your personal diet planner. Right. And a copy sent to the player's individual dietitian. Mm-hmm. That was just, I thought, some nice insight. So that's how strict it is down at St. George's. Mm-hmm. Even if you're in the recreation room having a snack, that will be that will be sent to your, the, their personal dietitian for each No player. spaghetti hoops! <laughs> no Wi-Fi, though, because Gareth doesn't want them going on social media. Right, Wise. and he's, he's trying to discourage Jordan Pickford and Harry Maguire from spending all the time looking at farm equipment, you know, on the net and <laughs> yeah. like like pouring over it. So, well, the room I've found out is basically split between two camps with a few undecided. Right, you got Harry Kane's gang called the White Lions. They roar when they score mm-hmm. is their uh, motto, and Jamie Vardy's gang called the Vardy Annuals. Right. <laughs> Which is like Vardy a play on annuals. words. Hardy annuals. Yeah, Vardy annuals, right? Main men in Harry's gang. So this is a clue. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Phil Jones, Debbie Alley, mm-hmm. Jordan Henderson and Eric Dyer. All right. Main men in Vardy's gang are Raheem Sterling, Harry Maguire, Kyle Walker. Mm. Okay. Vardy's gang are all gathered round a big screen watching Vardy play Splatoon 2. To shoot them up, Kev. I know what Splatoon is. <laughs> What's it? What is it? You fire paint around. What, in a, on a video screen, though? Yeah, it's a Nintendo game. Is it good? I've got Splatoon 1, yeah. Well, it's Vardy's favourite game, so there you are. You'd probably be in the Vardy annuals. Right, so... Good. Kane's gang are all sat in the reading section, yeah? Uh-huh. And Harry's holding fort. Well, I must say that the facilities here at the FA headquarters are beyond reproach. And Mr. Sa- and in Mr. Southgate, we have a dynamic, inspirational and sassy leader. His pep talks are really quite gripping. 
Harry, he hears some muffled laughter coming from Vardy's area, yeah? Just ignore those income poops. They are very disrespectful and muck flippant. We are preparing for the world's greatest sporting event here, not a silly barn dance for the Burgers and Boobs Brigade. <laughs> right? Phil. Phil Jones. What is he? Phil, Phil, Phil Charlie Williams. Charlie Williams. There's a rumour going around, boss, that, that Vardy is sneaking pies onto premises and them Scottish shortbread biscuits with tartan packaging. That's right, Gradley, isn't it? Naughty, isn't it, boss? <laughs> Jordan Anderson pipes in. Oh, no, I like them. Very pretty. <laughs> yeah, I'm dropping them over. And it always like that, didn't it? I fancy one of them. I wouldn't mind that, like... I used to always miss out. Party rings much thinner, like, but a lot brighter coloured, you know. Ten thousand. <laughs> yeah, all right, Jordan. We're not here to discuss biscuits. We're here to discuss the boss's excellent decision to make me captain of the England team. Eric Dyer chips in. They are called walkers. Pure butter shortbread fingers. <laughs> Debbie. Oh, for fuck's sake, Eric, stop being a boots McSlow and let the boss speak. Eric. Sorry. <laughs> boss. Thank you, Debbie. Now, as you know, I was the top non-Muslim scorer in the Premium League this season. I give out a ferocious heat when I'm on the pitch and I'm very well thought of across the football world. Jordan. Right, and also, you get them shortbreads in a circle. A big circle breaks into triangles up the shops. <coughs> I, I don't know. Oh, it's all about effort, isn't it, really? <laughs> Thank you, Jordan. Jesus. So, <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm the perfect choice, and I expect 100%, just as he says that, a large stick of celery hits him. Oh. Right, come on, let's nip this in the bud. That could have injured my scoring spot on my shoulder or worse still, damaged my magic chin. So the um, Lions march over to the PS4 area where the Hardys have stood up forming what I would describe as a defensive crescent arrangement. Which one of you bird brains threw celery at me? Vardy. Who wants to know, like, you know. <laughs> and careful with your attitude, lad. I've been playing Splatoon 2 and I'm right, really well fired up. Look, Mutwitch's chin, says Debbie. You know very well who is asking. It's Harry Kane, your captain. Is you hurting something? Oh, you mean uh, Southgate's captain? Not my captain, sure. <laughs> that is very rude and disrespectful. Are you deliberately trying to get me in a fluffy buffery? If Mr Southgate hears about this young man, you will be four at times two with a cornetto on top. Debbie. And add a scoop of custard on top of that, you cheeky fucker. <laughs> Phil. Yeah, custard is really lovely with shortbread. My mum used to crumble one up on custard if I were off school, poorly like, you know. <laughs> John. Oh, custard, are you? Thank you. Dip it in, I reckon that, that ah, yes, yeah, get dressed up in there. Oh, maybe I hear a boat, yeah, you know. <laughs> Raheed Sterling chirps up. I've got two boats. One called Raheed's boat, one called Raheed Sterling's boat. 
I bought them to impress a losses, but mainly so I get to wear a captain's boat. I've never driven either of them, like, but I might get another boat eh, and call it Raheem Sterling's third boat. <laughs> sure, I hope you do the Tom Tittery, Mahid. What's that in your hand, Maguire? What are you hiding like a sneak's McDevious? Open your hand and show me, or I'm calling the boss on my special secret captain's hotline. Maguire. What shall I do, Mr. Barty? If he spoke to the boss, I'm on shit street. If I get booted out here, I'll have to go out and work on me dad's... It's Peter Beasley, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'd better change that. He's actually quite high-pitched. He's a bit uh, what shall I do, Mr. Vardy? If he sprags to the boss, I'm on Shit Street. If I get booted out of here, I'll have to go to work on me dad's farm this summer and he's growing fucking tubers. <laughs> Vardy. Oh, look, Harry, mate, you know, we've both got magic chins and oh, I've got a bit of eye-bogging to boot, you know. We both know what it's like to be ridiculed. Now, take a look at soft lad Maguire here. You know, all he knows is pies, drainage and crop spraying. Don't send him back to the farm. It will be like of mice and fucking men. He'll end up strangling his brother or sitting on the family cat. All right, all right. I hear you. If he gives me what is in his hand, I will dispose of it sensibly and nothing else will be said, but no more McChances after that. So Maguire hands over to Harry what was in his hand. It's And it is, sadly, it's a crushed little pet mouse that Maguire bought away with him to keep him company. What a sad sight that is. It's very upsetting. Now listen, is there any other contraband? Because this amnesty ends the moment I return to the reading and reflection area. Rahid. All right, then. I've got a packet of shortbread hidden on top of my ass shelf. And Rahid hands it over. Harry and the White Lions return to the reading area. Right, I hope you lot have all seen what a fair and compassionate skipper I am. Jordan. Oh, boss, player, you know, the shortbread has kind of made me think, oh, you know what we're about it later, I mean... Oh, where's the sense, really? You know, renting doesn't make any... Come on, let's crunch up now. <laughs> oh, OK, you can each have one finger each. All of them. Thanks, boss. He hands out a little finger of shortbread to each of them. And then Harry says, now, say after me. Harry is king, we roar when he scores. And you join in. Harry, Harry is king, king. We, we roar when, when he, he scores. scores. Harry, don't pass the Vardy. Don't pass the Vardy. There it is. That's what. That's my first report from wow. the training camp. Yeah. That doesn't bode well, I don't think, for England in this World Cup. Well, that's two, when two. Uh, can I just say, yeah. I, I think I might have what's what's described as a man crush on, on Jamie Vardy. Really? He's so cool. He's cool, He's isn't so he? so cool. <laughs> but edgy as well, like an outsider. <laughs> I like him. World Cup Gangs of the EPL. So, Andrew, the teams are in their hotel before the Costa Rica match in Leeds. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm stretching my mouth out like that. Do you like this? 
changes my voice it's, slightly. It's not. It's not very appealing. I'm going to stick with it just for the intro. <laughs> <laughs> so our team are in the hotel before the Costa Rica match in Leeds. Mm-hmm. What's Leeds famous for, Andrew? Nout. Nothing, right? Anyway, Jordan Anderson... Losing the 1973 <laughs> FA Cup final. Anyway, Jordan Anderson, Phil Jones are sharing a room. Double, en suite. Mm-hmm. So that sounds like a, a nice room, doesn't it, and, Andrew? Decent. Yeah. Um, Jordan sat on the bed watching police interceptors and Philip is having a bath. Right. Suddenly, Phil shouts out. Can you do his shout for us? As long as it's not too loud, because... No, you do it for me. What that, so what Phil has shout? just fallen out of, uh, out of the bath. <laughs> there you go, thank you. Jordan... Did the challenge with him. Jordan, could you come through to the bathroom and put the non-slippery rubber mat down so I don't fall over when I get out of the bath? Yeah, says Jordan. <laughs> oh, no problem. Like, Auntie Slip, you know, Aunt, Auntie Betty, that's a lovely roast potato. That what's not the lake. Passports, please. Ah, oh, yeah. Jordan goes through to the bathroom. I'm just, I'm always slipping over when I don't mean to, you know. It's better to be safe than sorry, isn't it? Oh, yeah, safety first, I'm there, off. I'm very pleased to announce that, like, you know. Oh, sexy ass you got there, Phil. Thank you, says Phil. Suddenly, there's a knock on the door here. Right, come in, says Phil. Well, it's Jamie Vardy, the leader oh. of the Vardy Annuals, mm-hmm. and his sidekick, Raheed Star- Sterling, and another, uh, uh, I won't name, another Vardy Annual. I won't mention their okay. name, though. All right, boss lads, just wanted to have a little chat with you, you know. Shit onto the breeze, fart around on the vibe like. Our room's much bigger than yours, says Raheed. And our telly faces the beds, not the window, so we don't get the reflection on the screen. Mr Vardy insisted on that. Has your bathroom got anti-slip rubber mat? Yet it has you for him. Lovely safety feature, and I was able to put my mum's mind to rest, because, you know, as soon as I saw it, it's right greatly. <laughs> that, was, that was not Phil Jones, that was Peter Beasley, wasn't it? <sighs> Charlie Williams. Yes, it does, Raheem. Anyway, right, Gradley. That's pretty good. Our room doesn't need one. The whole bathroom is anti-slip. Did you, Phil said, Charlie Williams, did you check the pat testing date on your kettle, Raheem? Ours is bang up to date, very reassuring, as I often slip over when I pour a kettle. We haven't got a kettle. We've got one of them special hot taps. Boiling hot water at the flick of a switch. I could not live without it. That wouldn't even be a life. <laughs> Vardy. Vardy. All right, Raheem, chill out and listen now. I'll put some Jason Derulo on me Spotify and let it bleed into our psyche like a Mark Ruffalo soliloquy penetrating a cream cake. Oh, I love cream cake. Mum lets me have one Friday nights in bed when she reads me a story. Jordan, cream cakes pack a two left the house last year and I walked east. This Jason Derulo is well rudged. Listen, says Vardy, you boys, if it's cream cakes and chill-out biscuits you like, then why not join my gang? (laughs) (laughs) 
Harry Harry Kane's on a downward spiral. He's out of form and out of shape. You know, 15 and a half stone. That's very fucking bulky. <laughs> yes, but... Um, yeah, but Tarry has a magic chin, and I expect that accounts for a lot of his weight. Magic chins? Can't live with them, can't live without them. That's living all right. Anyone seen my porridge tongs, eh? Rahid, Mr Vardy has a magic chin, and on top of that, he is slightly bog-eyed. Hey, go easy on the bogging, shout bro, yeah? <laughs> Sorry, boss. At that moment, Harry Kane and Debbie Alley rushed through the door, linking their rooms to Jordan's. They're both wearing white silk pyjamas and top hats, Andy. So that's a nice way to present yourself, isn't it? Definitely. Um, Harry, I've been listening at the door and picked up everything by using my chin as a sound amplifier. Mr Vardy, you have been very disrespectful and underhand asking my gang members to jump ship. I don't mind admitting that I'm in a fluffy tuppence about this, and if it wasn't for hotel regulations, I would throw lukewarm water at you from a vessel. Listen, Kane, your two boys seem to be wavering, like, you know, the pampas grass outside Raheem's ranch. I guess they like the weight and sharpness of my chin, rather than your blunt stump. Ah, it's for a nice chin, Vardy. Pity I'm not wearing gloves, eh? I'd like to handle it. (laughs) Shut your mouth, Vardy, says this is Debbie Alley. (laughs) Shut your mouth, Vardy. What's what's the matter? Is you hurting about something that has hurt you? And you've got bog eyes. That's what I said. Just drop it, Raheed, okay? (laughs) I'll tell you what we will do. We will fill our top hats with water and then me and Vardy will place our chins in the water and see which one displaces the most water. Phil, oh, I get you to see which is heavier chin. Exactly! So they tell Phil to go to the bathroom and fill up the hats with water. They hear him fall over. Vardy, oh, soft lad's fallen over. Like a lump of cream dropping from a plump eclair. Oh, jeez, Vardy, stop mentioning cream cakes. It's making my balls rotate. This stuff does happen, you know, yeah? Eventually, Phil comes back in with the hats full of water. Him and Harry, Vardy and Harry, drop the magic chins in to measure how much water has been deplaced. And Andy, Uh Vardy's chin is the heavier. Whoa! Well, well, I suppose that's fair enough. But it does not mean that your heavier chin is actually more magic. Don't forget, I was the highest Christian scorer in the Premier League this season. (laughs) Oh... Ari, oh man, Ari, I'm really sorry. Like, what? I think I'm gonna switch over to the Hardy Annuals, you know. It's heavy chin, you know, on the cream cake shit and that, and <laughs> whether be races. I'm very disappointed in you, Jordan. Your boots, McTurncourt. I will leave you with your new friends. Come on, Debbie. And they leave, right? Later that night, Vardy's gone from the room, and Ari and Debbie go back into Phil's room. All right. Well, Jordan, that plan worked a treat. Well done, Philip, for giving Vardy the smaller top hat. Thank you! (laughs) So, Jordan, you are now my eyes and ears into the Vardy annuals. Jordan, get in, please, oh man, oh man, boss, yeah! (laughs) Harry, 
White Lions, we roar when Harry scores. All we White ro- Lions. Oh, sorry. White, White Lions, Lions, we roar when, when Harry, Harry scores. scores. Harry, don't pass the Vardy. All, don't pass the Vardy. So that's interesting to wow. isn't it, Andy? But uh, I, I'm still very much a Vardy annual fan. Really? Because of Jamie himself, yeah. You like Jamie? You still cool. got a bit of a man crush on him, I think, yeah. Did you think that story was a little bit like the hotel scenes in the Hangover movies? Um, yes. It was a bit, wasn't it? Yeah, very much. Lads I was t- thinking that as, as I was listening to it, yeah. that what you want me to say? Do you think that Vardy should go, <laughs> or not? No, I think he, he should. Think he, yeah. should. <laughs> he does it just enough <laughs> for my liking. World Cup Gangs of the EPL. So, the England team are on their way back to the base from the ground after the Tunisia match, yeah? Mm -hmm. In the coach. Um, It was hard to enjoy the match, wasn't it, Andy? But I was very happy It was an ordeal. Yeah. They left it late, as England are attending to do. I mean, you know, Harry Kane... Hero. There's no words, is there? Well, there better be. <laughs> so everyone's calmed down a little bit after celebrating the victory. At the back of the coach, there's like a lounge area, right? Slightly separated off by the toilet and a fridge thing. Mm-hmm. And the Vardy annuals are all there. Raheem, Vardy, Maguire, Carl Walker, Alexander Armstrong, Jesse Lingard, Jason Pickford, and of course, Jordan Henderson, who's spying on them. Right. But they don't know that. Right. Right. So they're watching Vardy play Splatoon 2 and passing around a half bottle of cheap vodka that they've poured into a, one of the bottles of their electric water, you know, yeah. so that they don't get caught. At the very front of the coach is uh, Gary Southgate and Harry Kane, and the rest of the White Lions are in the seats behind them, yeah? Yeah. Gareth gets on the coach microphone to address the squad, right? Right. So he gets up and he says... My name is Gary Southgate, and I'm a footballaholic. <laughs> Harry laughs. Um, a few little of the White Lions join in politely. Gary, Gareth, I wouldn't say the Tunisian team were cheats. I really wouldn't. I'm not that sort of bloke. Harry laughs. Yeah. And then Gary says, As for that VAR system, its performance was indifferent, to say the very least. A bit like Lingard's finishing. All the white lions howl with laughter. Right. right? Vardy suddenly appears, stood up at the back. Ooh. Hey, 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 big nose. <laughs> at least Jesse was in the right place at the right time. Ooh. You know, we are talking tiny percentages here. Quarters, halves, nothing greater than a two. On another night, it could have been very fucking different. <laughs> Suddenly, there's a loud crash in the toilets, yeah? Jordan, Jordan Anderson. Oh, I don't, oh I don't like the sound of that. Maybe a oh, big cat like or oh, a hard ball of town gases. This is how we are actually meant to live. <laughs> It's just Philip Jones. He's fallen over in the toilet trying to put his shoes back on. Maguire, sort it out. So Harry Maguire pulls the door open and out comes Phil. Thank you! I'm right, sorry, lads. I left a little Tommy Kiss girl on the seat, right? (laughs) 
Hey, Raheem, give Philip your snood to clean it up with. Bah, says Raheem. Bah, but this is me evening travelling snood. It's super lightweight and has over a thousand tiny silver threaded pockets, each with a particle of moon dust inside. It costs 33,000 pounds. Vardy, the way I see it, the moon dust will be super absorbent, you know, like sun-baked onion skins on an artisan table in Nigel Slater's summer house. (laughs) Give it to the soft lad. So Phil takes the snood off Raheem. Up pops Debbie. Debbie Alley. It's one thing sticking up for Lingard, but what about Raheem? He was running around like a half-assed bugger. With a fire alarm up his ass, Eric. That's a good one. Thanks, Eric. Raheem, I do have an alarm on my ass actually, so that doesn't even work as a thing to say. Gareth, right? Calm down, children. Come <laughs> on, Sorry. Gareth speaks. <laughs> Harry laughs. <coughs> Gareth, I. I think it's time we heard from our magnificent skipper. Team game and all that, but we'd be in the shit with... Vardy. Is it? Yeah. Um, I can't want to make him, like, nerdy. Um, There was just nothing to the Southgate voice. I think it's time we heard from... I don't know. um, I think it's time we heard from our magnificent skipper. Yeah, a bit like that, yeah. Team game and all that, but we'd be in the shit without him. Harry Kane, boys and girls. Harry gets up. Harry, when Harry scores, and the Lions say, the Lions roar. You could have helped me out there. I forgot what it was. When Harry scores, the the Lions Lions roar. roar. Well, first of all, I would like to say that the Tunisia team are a right bunch of Boots McFancies. If they spent as much time learning the rules of the sport as they do applying hair products, they might make some progress. Gareth laughs, Vardy at the back, racist. Now, I just want you to imagine for a moment the mood in the Tunisia coach. I bet they are right down in the dumps. What would you say to them if you were there, Debbie? All right, lads, is you hurting? I bet you is hurting to the ninth with a sausage slice and a portion of calamari on top. Nobody laughs. Yes, they will be in a right fluffy buffery. Their camp will be full of disharmony and complaint. There's a scream from the toilet. Harry, can someone please check on Philip? So Maguire pulls the doors, toilet doors off its hinges and there inside is Philip flapping about, you know, like an eel with hands. Mm. The toilet is full of thousands of flies (laughs) that had been resting and breeding in Raheem's snood and they've been attracted by his Tommy Kiss curl, (laughs) yeah? Jordan, flies, Russian football flies, quick, before they start shopping and that flap, flap, this way to downtown LA. (laughs) Well, everyone's running about screaming and panicking. Harry, quick driver, pull over at a safe spot so we can open the door and encourage these flies outside and back into Russia. The driver pulls over and they all leave the bus. In the confusion, Jordan goes over to Harry and hands him the, the uh, Vardy's vodka. John, Skipper, look what the Hardys were drinking. Shall we tell the man, you know, who's our manager? Welcome to my TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. 
Don't say anything. We will wait for the best time to use this incriminating evidence against him. How irresponsible and upsetting. Later, they're back in the coach. Harry's next to um, Southgate. And Gareth says, when Harry scores, the lions roar. Harry. Sorry, is that Gary? Gary, when Harry scores, the lions Harry. So Gary says, Gareth says, when Harry scores, the lions roar. Harry says, don't pass the Vardy. Gareth squeezing his leg. Don't pass the Vardy. Whoa, bit of a conspiracy there, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Then from the back, we hear, Fuck's sake, me snood is covered in Tommy Kiskel juice. I might as well have wiped me ass with it. Philip, yeah, I know I did. It was it greatly. <laughs> Everybody laughs, apart from Raheem, who stares at Debbie and gives him the slit in throat motion. We don't want that in the England squad. Well, this Not if we're going to win the World Cup. This is how it happened. That's how it unfurled. Shit. And I'm not referring to the Tommy To the Tommy, Tommy Kiskell, no. So what do you think? Go mm. out, they can patch things up. I can't even think of a film that that's like. <laughs> I've never heard anything like it in all my life. No scriptwriter has <clears throat> ever even couldn't considered... Couldn't make it up, could you? Has ever considered going there. You couldn't make it up. You couldn't. I don't... I feel a bit sorry for Philip now. Well, you've got to have a new railing for a lot of reasons. You're flapping about in the toilet. All them flies. He's put a kiss curler on the seat. Well, maybe he shouldn't have done that. Yeah, but it's in motion, isn't it? Architect of his own downfall, I think. Um, I go, I, I'm a bit wary because they're, they're heroes and that of doing a, a Gangs of the EPL. So I'm going back to, um, going back to just after the Columbia match, Andrew. Mm-hmm. You know when we didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, and I mean no disrespect with this, you know. I'm sure people are alright with this. So it's World Cup Gangs of the EPL. <laughs> So, after what was, frankly, a wonderful victory over Colombia, who were mm-hmm. a bit dirty, weren't they, Andy? Oh, the Colombians were fantastic. Well, you thought were fantastic? Oh, the shithousery was to die for. Oh, you enjoy that? Oh, stuff? I enjoy that sort of thing. There was a lot of shithousery going. Did you notice? Did you see Lovren? In yeah. In Debbie Alizé, calling him a cunt and all I that. I didn't see that, but I saw that he should have at least two yellers. Well, get. anyway, sorry about Never that. Never mind. Sorry about that <laughs> word, ladies and gentlemen. Um... The squad were given a day off. The day after was just a day off, right? Quite right. The majority of them just spent the day around the pool, Mm -hmm. right? Those who were in treatment and that. Southgate wasn't uh, there in the afternoon. He'd hired a little small plane, you know, to fly over. Would it be the Ourals or something to have a look around or whatever? I'll set this. It's Phil Jones is in the shallow end, right, of the pool on a floating, like, inflatable hippo, and he's eating a hamburger and he's got a cup of tea. That's mm-hmm. nice, isn't it, Andrew? It is. Um, the two farmers, Pickford and Maguire, they've been collecting wood from the maintenance shed to see if they can fashion a makeshift plough, you know, to pass some time. Yeah. Alexander Armstrong and Marcus are trying to make a diving board out of, like, tables, you know, hotel furniture and yeah. that. The white lions are sat by the shallow end and the hardy annuals by the deep end. Eric Dyer is inside just staring through a window at the scene, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I hope I've set that up nicely for you, Andrew. I've got it visualised. And the, the sun is I've... shining. Harry. Philip, have you got plenty of sun cream on? I promised your mum I'd make sure you didn't overexpose your creamy muck milk skin. Uh, yeah, yes, yes, boss, but... Uh, oh, fucking Charlie Williams. 
So jolly, 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 will you? Jolly, but yeah, yes, boss. Well, I'll put some more on just in case. That's, as, that's as soon as I've finished my hamburger, do you know why I like hamburgers, boss? Because they're round like my mum's nose. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Philip. Suddenly, Vardy pipes up. Hey, leave the kids alone. You know they're only expressing themselves through play. <laughs> You need to value their innocence and imagination. It shines for too brief a period in our lives. Rejoice at their wonder. Responsibility can wait. Richard Maidley told me that at a boozy do. (laughs) That's all well and good. You know, if it doesn't involve damaging hotel property. Talking of responsibility, where were you when the crunch came to McCrunch for the penalties, Vardy? Raheem cheeps in. Why should Mr Vardy take a penalty when none of you ever passed to him, not even in training? How is he meant to be Matt Sharp? What's she saying, Sterling, you winks, McCheeky, that there's a conspiracy, a plot, some sort of treachery in the camp? You've been reading too many books by authors. Maybe you is hurting. Jordan chips in. Ah, whoa! Hey, listen up, ma, let's nip this in the bud, fellas. Oh, so much of this. Can Edward report to the Deputy Ed? Will it ever get to know your unions and those conspiracy like? Thank you, Jordan, for that common sense statement. Jordan winks at Harry. Just at that moment, a big splash in the pool because Philip's fallen in. Oh, excuse me, fellas, but uh, I can't swim, you know. I mean, I, my mum let me, wouldn't let me go to a baths on account of all dirty boys with sex disease on feet. Could, could some, somebody pop in here like, and grab me, you know? I'm afraid that I have drifted into deep end. Harry, quick, farm lads, get in and save Philip. So Maguire takes a smock off <laughs> <laughs> and jumps in. Now, the wave caused by the impact of his head entering yeah. the water gently pushes Philip to the shallow end and he's able to stand up. Harry says, Right, I want no more talk of conspiracies and double dealings. We all very much enjoy passing to Vardy, Vardy, especially when we see the sun glinting off the sharp end of his pointy chin. Don't we, boys? All the white lions agree. Yes, boss, yes, boss, they all say. Well, I'll take your word for it, but I have definitely been starved of service, you know... I feel like a lone hitchhiker at a breakfast table for outcasts in a forgotten hotel in an abandoned city. You know, like the Premier Inn in Bolton. <laughs> Don't be that Vardy. Come on, let's all go inside and watch Jamie play Splatoon 2. Just at that moment, Alexander Armstrong climbs into Phil's inflatable hippo. Alexander, bloody hell, Philip, what's this? Oh, sorry, young'un. Have I left a little Tommy Kiss girl in the hippo? <laughs> yes, you fucking have. <laughs> Harry guides Vardy inside, right? And they all go in to watch him play. Uh, just as they all get in, Eric stares up to the sky and he sees Gareth's plane fly by. And there's a message trailing Ooh. behind it. What do you think that message is, Andrew? <sighs> Don't pass the Vardy. Don't pass to Vardy. <laughs> so, mm. oh, there were fun times, you they, know. There were. That seems like a long time ago, doesn't it? Now, yeah. I was at my house the other day. Can I just say that reminded yeah. me? All oh, right, of an episode of We Are the Champions with Ron Pickering. 
Really? When they all jump in the pool at the end. Exactly. That was what I was trying to evoke, Andrew. Was it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well done, Bob. 